We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. WEEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. I am Chris Scheim. Joined, as always, uh, the last last two Sundays, uh, normally every Saturday, but the last two Sundays by the one and only Ryan Garvin. Garvin, what's up, bud? I'm trying to... Oh, Phone issue again. There we go. Hey, there we go. Oh, man, we got to have this fixed. I'm trying to get my... Good morning, Scheim. Good morning, Boston. Hello, everybody. I'm trying to get my chair to that perfect level where I feel like I'm not... Sitting in the kids section, but you feel king of the castle. But then also my feet are touching the ground. I'm struggling right now. Yikes! That's it, tough. I think I got it. And you feel? It sounds like you. You sound very similar to the New York Giants yesterday, who couldn't seem to do anything. No, right. no, no. I, I am, I am easily first half Giants right now. <laughs> oh, this is be Getting blown out crazy. twenty-eight nothing. Absolutely boat raced by spread the Philadelphia legs Eagles. No, nobody can see. This. I got to tell you, I was uh, one of the people who all week touted. Giants plus seven and a half. You were dog guy. I yesterday. was. I was big dog guy. One and one yesterday. Uh, but more importantly, I was like, I was all over the Giants. I was, I was bamboozled. I was led astray. I was run amok. I was hoodwinked. Uh, everywhere at the book because that Giants team straight up, they're not. They were frauds too. What happened was, is I overreacted, personal overreaction to a fraud Giants team with a good coach beating a bigger fraud Vikings team, and I thought, ah, oh, Jalen Hurts, no way, he's a hundred percent healthy. Giants should be able to stay in this one. Actually, Jalen Hurts very healthy. That Eagles team. Absolute wagon. Now I had missed your your analysis because I did see that you were you were riding with the dogs. You you felt good about yes. Jacksonville. You felt good about the Giants. Is the reason you felt so good about the Giants because you thought Jalen Hurts wasn't going to be healthy? Yes, I thought uh, in part Jalen Hurts wasn't healthy, uh, and I thought Daniel Jones uh, coming off of last week was going to be all time high confidence. I've learned one thing about Daniel Jones, and I noticed this last week because uh, my buddy is a diehard Giants fan, and so we text throughout the game constantly. And and I said to him, I go, I think Daniel Jones is either like so cool as a cucumber, it's inhuman, or he's so stupid. 
that the He's pressure of the situation <laughs> does not uh, a- actually, you know, weigh in on him. And I, you I, know I, what? I, would I, either be so bad. Neither. I, no, neither. I think I would prefer either. He's just oblivious to the situation. And I think yesterday was a clear indicator that it is, in fact, the latter. Uh, and uh, he is just oblivious to the pressure in the situation. Poor guy sitting there on the sideline trying to get a contact lens in. My God, that was, that was the definition of first world problem. That would be where this so- guy is running over to the sidelines <laughs> with a contact stuck to his like his 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 face mask. We don't get like the rec specs or anything cool like that. I mean, you could really set yourself out there as an individual. Oh, really, marketers. I mean, think about what Anthony Davis did with the Unibrow. Nobody he could. I mean, Daniel like Jones that. could be having uh, uh, deals with with Ray Ban or or you know Target Optical or oh. something. Beautiful. Hi, I'm the Daniel sunglasses Jones. Hut. You know, film the the person of view perspective of having the 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 linebacker rush him, and then he steps aside as he puts on his sleek new twenty twenty vision. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> no, you're look. If I had the ability to go through life either being able to handle every situation, just like never letting it seem like it get to me, I never crack, or I was just too stupid to know what was going on, and I somehow luck my way into the divisional game, I'd be pretty fine with it. Um, I don't want to knock your analysis. You're, you know, I, I do not know nearly as much football as you do, my friend, but to sit and say, ah, you know what? I think the giants are going to have this because maybe Jalen hurts is, is injured right now. I don't know if you would have convinced me of it because my goodness gracious, that freaking Eagles team is really and, good, man. And it's not just the offense who scored four touchdowns. No, in their first five that, that defensive front four is nasty. That Those defensive corners front four is good. are the corners good. Are very good. Darius Slayton once again, making, uh, uh, Daniel Jones look, look really stupid. Um, they, they have been a lot of fun to watch this year. And I think they're exactly what we originally thought, right? In the NFC, we kind of thought, all right, it's Philadelphia, it's probably San Francisco, and then it's everybody else. Uh, I think we're going to find out if that was, in fact, the case today when you see San Francisco square up with Dallas. Is Dallas in that conversation or not? But it was really only kind of those two teams in the race, and then it's everybody else. And and Philadelphia proved that to you yesterday, where it's like, okay, this team won a division round game against you know the three seed in the playoffs, but... Three seed probably stunk too and would have got boat, boat race just as bad yesterday. So one fraud knocked off another fraud is what you're telling Bingo. me? Bingo. It was the battle of the frauds, and I was duped by the frauds that are the New York Giants, unfortunately. But that wasn't the only game we had yesterday. We also had Chiefs and Jaguars, oh which was God. just a a mess of a scenario, uh, especially for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they ended up winning 27-20. to 20. The Jaguars did, in fact, cover. Uh, pour one out for me. Thank there you, you very go. much. What a backdoor cover, by the way, for anybody who's a gambler. Um, if you had 9.5 in that game or even 8.5, you were like, oh, God, they're not going to cover. It's 27-17. Uh, there's 45 seconds left. Jaguars have the ball, but there's no way they scored. No, no, no. In fact, Dougie covers. Mr. Doug Peterson himself says, let's kick the field goal and then try the onside kick, which theoretically, I guess, is the smart way to do it. But you need a touchdown regardless. So in my opinion, you keep going for the touchdown. But he took the three points, and every Jaguars better on the planet was thankful for it because in that in that moment when he kicked that field goal, all of us covered. Doug Peterson is a madman. I kind of like watching him coach, I love even he though is he the best. beat the Patriots. He is, he's, his style of just, let her rip! Is a lot of fun, and especially when you combine it with a guy who, with uh, like Trevor Lawrence, who as can I can rip it. I sat there yesterday watching, like, look, Jacksonville's got a, a nice offense. Yep. They've got some good pieces. I like Christian Kirk, but watching Trevor Lawrence run around out there and just heave the ball all over the place, 
all I could think was like, man, this is a lot of fun. Yes, this is a lot of fun. I could get used to a style of offense like this over the course of four to five months. I really could see myself not dozing off during a regular season divisional <laughs> game because of how exciting this offense is, not handing it off on first down and then handing it off on second down. And then Trent Brown, I mean, some random left tackle gets a false start, and then we have to, oh, I don't know, hand it off again on second and 20. Oh, it was a it's- delight to watch. Like All these teams, the Eagles with what they do, They're Devontae awesome. Smith. And that was yesterday, uh, Friday when we were talking about these games. I said, watch the Eagles. Watch how easy they make it look. Watch what having a good, competent wide receiver core, a number one, a, a legit 1A running back like Miles Sanders, team, just- how it opens up everything around you. And it's the same thing with Jacksonville, and obviously it's the same thing with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Chad Henney, whoever. And that that game was uh, in that in that Chiefs Jacksonville game. For those who weren't able to watch, Patrick Mahomes suffered a. Uh, very bad ankle injury from what it looked like. And he was to the point where he could not put pressure on it. He was hopping around. Uh, it was really kind of odd that Andy Reid left him in the game as long as he did in that first half. Um, Patrick Mo, he didn't have time to wrap it up or anything. He was just on the field. Like, it, it it wasn't just like a cut on his finger like for Trevor Lawrence uh, last week against the Chargers where it's he runs over the sideline, you throw some tape on it, you're back out there, he's fine. No, 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 this was... Clearly some kind of high ankle sprain or possibly worse at the time. We didn't really know because, again, you couldn't get x-rays. You couldn't do any of that. You couldn't even look at it. He was just out there hopping around, and Andy Reid was just letting him do it. And I get it. He's Patrick Mahomes. You kind of have to let him sometimes, but at the same time, you have to be able to draw a line. And eventually, Andy Reid did do that. And you want to know what happened? What was that? Chad Hetty comes in and drives 98 yards down the field and scores a touchdown. <laughs> So, uh, first of all... It's amazing what Travis Kelsey can do for your team. It is. It, well, Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. Like, I, I think people people always say that Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. I saw this on Twitter. I think it was Rich Ornberger yesterday. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback you've ever seen. Well, yeah, but it's in large part because Andy Reid is one of the best offensive play callers the sport has ever seen in the history of its existence. Like, Patrick... like. I don't. I don't want us to get all uh, Aaron Rodgers Rogers, around Patrick Mahomes because mm-hmm. this is what happened with Rodgers, right? Twenty eleven, he goes on this ridiculous MVP run, wins the Super Bowl, and it's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Haven't seen him back in the Super Bowl since. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes won't go back to another Super Bowl. I think he will. I think this kid is unbelievably talented. But like, I, dial it back a little bit. I, he, I give him all the respect in the world for playing through an injury like this. But we've seen people do work. Like, we've seen people do this before, right? Big Ben did it uh, on, like, a Monday night game against Cleveland. We saw Phillip Rivers play with a torn ACL in a playoff game before. We've seen Tom Brady play banged up. We've seen Gronk. Like, we see football players play banged up all the time. It was. So you say it was odd that he was still out there uh, playing the game. I thought it was so wildly irresponsible by the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid to you let go in that Patrick Mahomes stay in that game. It he they, I think they they have caught such a break that those X-rays came back negative. Um, watching it in real time, and that's the thing with Patrick Mahomes, like he is super talented, but he when he gets hit, like we've seen this with him before, where he really gets rolled up on. He did it in like a QB sneak. Remember a couple years he ago, he got hurt on a QB sneak. Um, 
I remember, well, again, not his fault. I mean, injuries happened, but he got knocked out because I think somebody chopped his Vargas nerve and he was completely out of it. Um, these things tend to happen, and, and especially when you're talking about arguably the best quarterback in football, you know, withstanding Josh Allen and guys like that. I was dumbfounded at what I was watching yesterday early in that game. He gets rolled up on. It looked bad. It was high. I mean, they initially said ankle. I'm going, I don't know if everybody on the planet could see that he was hurt. It was so obvious. He gets up. (laughs) Mike Tirico said, he's got a little bit of a limp. And I tweeted, that's like saying the Hindenburg was a little bit of an accident. (laughs) He was, he couldn't walk on the leg. He couldn't put any pressure on it. And I'm like, he has to come out. You're going to get him killed. If he can't move. And what happens if he fumbles the snap? That's six going in the other direction. Best case scenario. No. He goes out. They, he, he goes. He sits down. And I'm like, all right, here comes Chad Henney. And they show Chad Henney warming up on the sideline. And then he goes back up there. And I'm screaming at my TV. Andy Reid, what the F is wrong with you? I don't care what Patrick. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is going to want to go out there, and he's going to want to stay in the but you game. Need, your job as the coach, you got to be the adult, man. You yes. got to be the coach. You got to tell him, listen, figure out what's wrong first. Okay, get it wrapped up. You can miss a snap. Do you know who we are? Do you know what we're capable of doing? We'll be fine without you, Pat. Go get this fixed. And then, so I think the first play after that, it was a handoff. Yes, because like, he was again. He he, he, he turns to pivot and he's limping the entire. He's literally hopping on his left foot all the way to the running back. I was losing my crap. It was so dumb. It was so preventable. And then on top of that, the defense is out there, and you see him on the side. Go, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, and then they send him to the locker room, and he like spikes his jacket. I'm like, dude, relax. relax. Like you need to. Like, here's the thing: is I. I understand that this is a playoff game, and for a lot of these guys, it seems very life or death. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, you have to take a bigger scope. You're not, like, this isn't, again, this isn't just some jabroni in the playoffs. You're Patrick Mahomes. You're here every single year. You need to make sure, above all else, that you can continue to be here every single year. Because if somebody falls on that ankle again if and they actually the snaps it in half or something. And, and he gets run up on by one of the, the nasty guys coming through the center uh, for Jacksonville. The the narrative going into next week, the AFC uh, championship game, is so different. Oh, absolutely. And, and, what makes and the me, negligence that would have been shown on the Chiefs. That's what it is. It, it was so preventable. The same thing happened earlier this year with Justin Herbert and I remember and I think they it was something goofy like fractured cartilage fractured or cartilage in like his that. ribs. Yeah, yeah. And I remember watching him he all he had to do was he couldn't run move. for a first down. He had 2 yards to go and he was so hurt that he dumped the ball, which oh, guess what happened? Patrick Mahomes did the exact same thing where he just let the ball go and it just fell at his feet. And I'm going this is so obvious that he should not be playing this game. It was the same with Justin Herbert. It was the same with Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. I understand there's 53 guys on an active roster. You're not doing a goddamn thing if your QB1 is not healthy and ready to go. And you're willingly putting him in a position to get more injured. It makes no sense to me. They are so 
lucky that Patrick Mahomes is as tough as he is, and he worked it out. And, oh, by the way, then sending him to go get an x-ray as the offense is coming back onto the field instead of, oh, oh I don't know. When the defense is out there, it was such a ham-handed was- operation. I have no patience. I have no respect for that mindset, this go-out-on-your-shield BS. I hate it. It's stupid. And people and also need to understand again. Hurt and you don't need to do it. Like, no offense to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I think they could have handled it for a drive or two at the they very did. least. They did handle it for a drive or two. 98 yards amazing? worth of a drive. That's the other incredible? thing. This is the other thing. Like, this has this isn't the first time this has happened. Patrick Mahomes is out in a playoff game against the Cleveland Browns. Chad Henney won the effing game. Like, this is not a guy, and, and Chad Henney is not a superstar. I am well aware of that. But again, People have to understand the situation. Andy Reid is one of the greatest offensive minds this sport has ever seen. Whether you like him or not, it is an absolute, an inutterable fact. He is unbelievable at what he does. And so as soon as Mahomes is out of the game, do you want to know what he does? What he that? changes things up. He gets it suited so that Chad Henney can come in and succeed. What happens on the very first play from the two-yard line for Chad Henney? They throw he the throws ball. the freaking football because Andy Reid knows what he's doing. He's like, Chad, don't worry. I trust you. Throw the ball. What does he do? He throws it to Travis Kelsey, who's one of the greatest tight ends to have ever played the game. So, like, it is it is pure and utter negligence. And, and we're being called soft on the on the text line. Screw, I don't it, care. By you, by you ancient boomers. Because it'd be so different. It, they're they're lucky. That's the, the it had nothing. All of this yes. Was, if one more injury, so one more bad play, Patrick Mahomes is done for at least another year. Like it's it, you. You people are are blinded by the fact that you think that like he has to go out there and be tough. And 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 they're showing the just, replays right now. He looks. Terrible. Like he like, can't great. move. Of course, he's going to want to go out there, but the fact, like, you have to do the responsible thing and think of the big picture. You also have uh, to think of him as a player, right? The way Patrick Mahomes plays, he plays it backyard football style. It doesn't. It's not reliant on general normal mechanics, and so. Honestly, his mechanics aren't very good, and you saw it on a screen pass. He snaps the ball, and instead of turning his entire body so that his feet are aligned to where he's going to throw the football, like a guy like a normal pocket passer like Tom Brady or, or Joe Burrow or whoever, he just opens his hips and tries to throw the football. But because he can't apply pressure to that right ankle, because he has zero stability on it, the ball goes right into the dirt. And it's because he doesn't play with normal mechanics. Like, you have to also understand that this is not just, uh, like, uh, Patrick Mahomes is tough, he can play, he can win. Like, Patrick Mahomes on one leg might be fine, but in that situation does not necessarily give you the best opportunity to win the game. You have a medical staff. You're paying a medical staff, and I'm, I'm guessing you're paying them a good amount of money. Who are those concussion spotters? Just what? everybody in the world could see how bad his ankle you're was. You're not letting them do their job. Like that's the if if it was a slight injury, like I'm not going to have this reaction. But he was so blatantly hurt, and there was no reason for him in that moment to go out there and stand there so he can be in a position to get more injured. I mean, this is a team that is going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So what do you want to do? Get him killed so we can have more Chad Henney? Great. Chad Henney, last time he threw passes in an active game was in October. Is that what we're going to do? We're going to have the big Brock Purdy uh, uh, (laughs) Chad Henney Super Bowl? Oh, I can't wait. I'll go to bed early that night if that's the case, if that's what we're doing. It's just so frustrating, too. And Everybody's like, well, he has to play. He's ultra competitive. Yeah, in that second half, punt, punt, 
field goal on 29 yards because they had good field possession. One good touchdown drive, punt, punt, end of game. That was their second half. They were lucky. Because Patrick Mahomes couldn't do anything. That one touchdown drive was because his, his Isaiah Pacheco was making a ridiculous Just amount of plays. Down the left side of the, the field. The reason the Chiefs won that game, to their credit, was because of the defense and Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey. That is why they won that game. They could have won the game with Chad Henney in that exact same formula. But instead, they risked it further with Patrick Mahomes. And, and somebody's saying, well, you can't ask Patrick Mahomes to curb his ultra-competitiveness. No, that's exactly what we're telling Andy Reid to do. Andy Reid is the head coach. He has the final say. If Patrick Mahomes cannot walk on a right foot, you don't play him. Be the adult. Especially when Chad Henney drives you 98 yards down the field and scores a touchdown. It's it's so simple. 617-779-7937 If you want to join in on the program, talk Patrick Mahomes, talk that Chiefs game, you want to talk some Patriots, just playoff football in general, please feel free. Hop on in. Uh, 37937 if you want to text along with the show. Uh, we will uh, get you some more Playoff preview. We'll get into some Patriots, maybe even some Celtics. They won nine in a row. Oh, man, uh, they're they're freaking awesome. They're uh, we'll get good. you all caught up in that uh, after trending. Gresham Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The first half of the NFL Divisional Round weekend is in the books. The Chiefs punched their ticket to their fifth straight AFC Championship game. Mahomes left the game uh, at towards the end of the first half with an ankle injury, but only missed one drive, a 98-yard touchdown drive by Chad Henney, uh, and then came back into the game. The Chiefs ended up winning 27-20 to in that game. Mahomes threw for 195 yards. Trevor Lawrence threw for 217 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. The Eagles absolutely steamrolled the Giants yesterday, 38-7. to Jalen Hurts, yeah, he looked healthy. He ran for a touchdown, threw for two more. That team is a wagon. It'll be fun to see them in the NFC Championship game. You can catch both of the two remaining games today. That would be Cincinnati and Buffalo at 3 o'clock, Dallas at San Francisco at 6.30, right here on WEI or on the free Odyssey app. The Sharks visit the Bruins tonight at the Garden. Puck drop at 7. And the Celtics bench stepped it up last night without Jason Tatum. And then both Marcus Smart and Rob Williams went down in the second half. But Grant Williams, a career-high 25 points. 25 points points for Grant Williams. Oh, man, that team is so good. Even when... Two of your better players and and one of your best, your two of your best defensive players are out. Doesn't matter. Celtics stepping up. Al Horford with a ridiculous defensive play at the end of the game. Uh, the Celtics are awesome. That's what's trending on Weei and Weei.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. WEEI. We are right back to the WEEI Producers Show. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
WEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. WEI, I am Chris I'm joined as always by Ryan Garvin. Yes. Uh, we were just talking about the uh, NFL divisional round games from yesterday, the uh, Jaguars-Chiefs game, the Dallas-Philly, or sorry, the Philly Giants game. Uh, David in the car wants to talk about Patrick Mahomes' x-rays. David, what's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. You guys do a great show. You really do. Thank I, you, I really Thank enjoy you, it. You're welcome. So on this uh, Chiefs game yesterday, I mean, here's, here's the thing. If we all think that Mahomes' uh, x-rays were actually negative, you know, I, I think that's covering up there. Mahomes wanted to play. Because it's Mahomes, they're going to grant him that. But, you know, they, he shouldn't have played. And, and I don't think we'll be surprised at all after this is all said and done that we find out Mahomes is having some sort of a surgery. Because, you know, yesterday they should have just left him. Well, what's his name that went in for him? Chad Henney. Chad Henney. They should have left him in. He is a good quarterback. Yeah, he's not a, a superstar. He's not, he's not an elite quarterback. But he, he is a good quarterback. And I think to, you know, to risk somebody's health and injuries where they could be out, you know, for a long period of time or even, you know, end up with some serious uh, injuries, I, I think it's selfish of the team. Uh, on any read, one thing I want to say, he is a great play caller. But, you know, let's look at it, too. You know, he hasn't won a Super Bowl until he came to the Chiefs and he had Mahomes. So you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting that he did great with the with the you know what do you call it with the Eagles, the Eagles. when he was there and everything else. But you know I, I'm surprised that they left Mahomes in there. He should have been out in my opinion. And uh, I, I don't know, I don't know. In the right, third game, guys, Buffalo. Buffalo's going to lose to the Bengals. Ooh, okay. Thank you very much for the call, David. Yeah, so he, here's the thing. I agree. Andy, I mean, we, we all know Andy Reid has had some uh, issues with uh, the clock and actually managing a game. But I, I'm just talking from an offensive perspective. He's one of the greatest play callers we've ever had. I'm not going to tell the head coach because he didn't win a, a Super Bowl without good players. You need good players on your team. Sorry if I'm spitting obvious facts here, but, yeah, you, you kind of need the Patrick Mahomes of the world if you're going to start building what the Chiefs are building, and they have a great guy in position with Andy Reid. As far as his injury goes, uh, Adam Schefter tweeted about 12 hours ago, so, like, you know, 9 o'clock, 9.30 last night. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes will undergo an MRI on Sunday to gain further clarity on the ankle injury he suffered during Saturday's divisional playoff win over the Jaguars, blah, blah, blah. Initial x-rays on Mahomes' ankle were negative. So you can say that we sound like we're soft, that we're complaining. All you all you got to do is listen to that. His ankle is not okay no, right now. of course So I, I feel very vindicated knowing that, yeah, it's actually it's serious enough. And look, Patrick Mahomes can say, oh, "I'm fine. I'm all good. Whatever." He's going to say that. The idea that he now has to go and check if it's as bad as it looked like it was really tells you how brainless it was to leave him out there in the first place. Who knows? Maybe it didn't matter after all. But to sit and say that, oh yeah, they did the right thing by leaving him out there. He's tough. Is yeah, that's so buffoonery. tedious. I'm not listening to that crap, guys. Come on, it's insane. And uh, and so I, I think, but I think we've established that to this point. Um, and and you know, I can I I do hope Patrick Mahomes is at least healthy enough to play next week. Because, it's a storyline now. Yeah, it didn't have to be. I want to see a good AFC Championship game. But if Mahomes is on one leg, I, I think Allen or Burrow comes in and. 
just especially if if it's the Bills and they're playing at a neutral site in a dome where okay, the Bills that, are one of the best dome teams in football. That's what that's what's happening, right? I, I couldn't find a straight answer on if, if who wins today, who plays. Yeah, where. so if the so, Bills win, they play in Atlanta in the dome oh. uh, in a neutral site. If the Bengals win, they play in Kansas City, which the Bengals have. Very are very familiar with already upsetting Kansas City in the playoffs, uh, and the Bills, being one of the best dome teams in football, would relish at the chance to face an injured Patrick Mahomes in a dome uh, at a neutral site. What so. does Chris Scheim, the football fan, want to see? I mean, at this point, I personally want to see uh, the Bengals go in and beat the Chiefs again. I just think it's a great storyline that the Chiefs can't beat the Bengals. Like, the Bengals would be the Chiefs kryptonite. And, and I mean, Mahomes on one one ankle would probably help that even more. So, it's... I, and I just I think Joe Burrow is uh, I think that whole team is just kind of built different. I love the way Burrow plays, uh, and I think the Bills are currently dealing with some things. I think they're trying to figure some things out. To be honest, I really enjoyed it when when the the Chiefs and the Bills play each other. The yeah, games it's are a great game. Always every time, awesome for and sure. It, it they, I really really like sitting and watching these guys play. Um, but the the neutral site thing, and look, I understand the circumstances being what they were. This was the best way to do it, I guess. Um, sitting and watching those two teams in late January sit inside a perfect uh, environment in a dome that just doesn't feel right. And I'm not even no. one of these a football fan that like romant uh, romanticizes the game and goes, yeah, they go out there, da da da, and they play in the dirt, seven degrees below zero, and, and frost on their beards. I'm I'm not like that, but I think that there is some kind of reasonable reasonable place to be where you don't have to. I don't know, make it so clean. I get it with the Super Bowl. Yeah, I want the Super Bowl to have like no. It's it's the it's neutral site for a reason. Yeah, it's a different it's because a whole it's different animal. just about the two teams. When you're trying to figure out your AFC and your NFC representatives, and again, I understand the circumstances being what they were. This was really the best way to do it. The idea that the NFL would look at this and go, "Oh, we should do this every year. We should have neutral site games every year," is kind of laughable. That that it it would even make it so far into a discussion that they would, oh, I don't know, maybe vote on it for the future. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel as if there were people way before the DeMar Hamlin thing ever happened that was like, listen, Super Bowl is really good. We can make the same thing happen. NCAA with, with Final Four style. AFC, NFC, put them in Indianapolis, put them in New Orleans, put them in Atlanta, nice clean games. But then you go and you look back at, like, AFC specifically, where the AFC gets played, uh, Arrowhead Stadium the last five years. Think about Gillette the, Stadium before that. Mile high. Heinz Field that yep. one year the Steelers were really, really good. It's fun. I I just think it's There's more a different fun atmosphere. that way. Yeah, I agree. The, you talk about the game different. I mean, good Lord. Who could forget all the fun we would have on like a Wednesday of the AFC Championship sitting, getting weather update after weather update about what it was going to be. I mean, yeah, it can be a little monotonous at times, but you you wait for that stuff going into a game like that. And, and that's... Oh, I want the Chiefs and I want the Bills, but I'm afraid I'm getting like chipped out of something really cool because they could have played in a dome. Like, it's going to be weird. You've got Chiefs fans on one side of the field. Yeah, but at the same Bills time, fans I, think, on the other. I think it's, I, I don't, 
I don't think you're like losing out. I'm I mean, worried. You still get Chiefs. You're losing out more because Mahomes is hurt than you are because well, it's now a you are. Yeah. Uh, JP in North Providence wants to weigh in. What's up, JP? Get ready for playoff games in Germany, guys. Five oh, years God. from now, what you could see it coming. I'm telling Good you, in Mexico or somewhere, they should have it in Canada, like outdoors on the ice or something. That'd be fun. Hey, it's nice to see the offensive and defensive coordinators running the show this morning. The real guys behind the scenes. I love it. Appreciate it. I watched, I watched Patrick Mahomes last night. Miami is laughing the way that medical treatment was yesterday. If Jacksonville had a pass rusher beast coming at him and clocked him, we'd be having a whole different conversation. He should not have been out there. You could see it. You could hear it on the radio. It was even worse than trying to watch it. Keep him out. I don't know if they were going for a Paul Pierce moment, trying to, you know, keep the team going, but bad move having him out there. Thank God he didn't get hurt anymore or get flattened. Appreciate the call, JP. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's 100% accurate. Like, you, if if Chris Jones and Frank Clark were coming at Patrick Mahomes yesterday, and, and or even even if uh, Arden Key or Trayvon Walker or Josh Allen, not the quarterback, the linebacker, the linebacker. One, had gotten a hit, Another hit on the Patrick Mahomes. That ankle was toast. He somebody falls on that ankle. He gets rolled up. He takes one bad step. It's done. Cooked. The Chiefs are no longer going to the Super Bowl, and it's game over. And that's it's just not fun. I knew the Chiefs could win that game, the rest of that game, without Patrick Mahomes, especially after seeing Chad Henney go 98 yards and score a touchdown. Primarily because the running back was good, Travis Kelsey was freaking awesome, and the defense was playing excellent yesterday against the Jaguars. You could have you could have just sat Patrick Mahomes the entire second half and still won that game. And then he's even then you don't have to worry about him not playing in the AFC Championship game. Like now there's at least a concern of what you're going to get in the AFC Championship game. It's it's stupid. It's it, just it, it compounds, it gets more it, it just becomes a messy thing like if Jason Tatum was out there playing on Sunday. I mean, yes, he he played a lot of minutes. He's probably do some rest days uh but the wrist in his fingers have been an issue he had made a mention of like oh i gotta fight with brad stevens because what i'm assuming is jason tatum wants to play every game yeah i know i'm young i'm feeling good and brad stevens again has to be the adult load management and say listen it's really great that you're doing this but there's a bigger picture in mind you know could Jalen Brown play through a ductor tightness maybe but do you want him to no do you need him to you shouldn't Marcus Smart Rob Williams it's the same thing like these guys whether it's a football team basketball team they're they are the a1 most important pieces of what you are trying to accomplish through the entirety of a season and to let them make their own decisions about what they're doing. Yes, I understand. Nobody's going to know how good they feel except for them. Nobody will know how good they are beyond them. And I get that. But you need responsible people in place to curb the hyper uh, competitiveness of a professional athlete. I don't think anybody's going to sit there and get down on Patrick Mahomes if he's like, yeah, I need a series. Let me get a brace on this thing. Let's wrap it up. Let's get some icy hot on it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, acupuncture. I don't care. Hot wax. Whatever. Give me a little coochie-coo. Tickle-tickle. Whatever you need to do to get right. Are Chiefs fans really going to sit there and go, what the hell is wrong with you? Are Celtics fans going to sit there and go, why aren't these guys playing? They should be out there. 
Why am I watching Blake Griffin and Pey- Peyton Pritchard in crunch time? It's ridiculous. They should rub some dirt on it. Get back out there. I think it's so stupid. All right, let's let's pivot a little bit. Let's uh, let's get off this uh, topic that's clearly okay. driving oh you up a God. wall, and let's get to. I'm awake now. Let's great. get to the Patriots' offensive coordinator yes. position because I, uh, you know, it's Patriots offseason time. There's still NFL playoffs going on, but the Patriots are are our major focus here. And with them being in the offseason, they're currently hunting their offensive coordinator. Billy O'Brien seems to be the leader in the clubhouse. I want to pose a question to you: mm-hmm. Is the New England Patriots? Uh, offensive coordinator position, the best offensive coordinator job available currently in the NFL. I will list you off the 10 that I know are currently available, even though there may be a few that open up in in later, later times. Mm-hmm. The Ravens, Buccaneers, Chargers, Commanders, Patriots, Jets, Titans, Colts, Cardinals, and it, uh, Schefter lists the Rams. I don't think the Rams technically are. I think they hired Mike LaFleur. Yeah, I think he's technically going to be there. OC. Um, So let's leave them out. So those nine jobs are currently available. There could be a couple open up. Mike Kafka's going for head coaching interviews. Uh, Kellen Moore might get some head coaching interviews. So you never, or uh, yeah, Kellen Moore. You never know exactly uh, what other jobs open up. But as of right now, those nine jobs. Is the Patriot job the best one with Mac Jones? I. The argument I would make to say that it is the best opening, and I think it is. I think it is. This this is the point I would bring up with that is I think it's all but confirmed that Bill O'Brien is going to be the offensive coordinator. But just pretend. It just let's just say it's anybody. Let's say oh Sean Jefferson, uh, Adrian Clem, uh, Robert Kraft would like to introduce your next play caller and offensive coordinator, Adrian Clem. The state that the Patriots offense was left in last year, last season, this season. Jesus, we're still in this season. Uh, was really bad. <laughs> if I can, again, start spitting more obvious stuff. If you come in here, and oh, by the way, your quarterback looked so lost. Your big brain Awful. quarterback looked Horrendous. really, really bad. 15th overall pick quarterback looked bad. So if you come in here and you take a Bill Belichick team, which is nationally known to be a, a perennial playoff contender, and you take that offense and you drag them from, let's see, where are they? Uh, they were 26th in yards uh, yards uh, per game, 17th in points scored. And if you take out the Bailey Zappi games, I believe they drop all the way to like 27th or 28th. They had scored. one game this year, Sean, where they scored more than 30 points. An NFL team in Oh, and by the way, they led the league in like defensive touchdowns. Yeah, the six. <laughs> I think they had six <laughs> And special teams touchdowns. Great. Don't forget Congratulations. Those. those those are like really nice hallmarks to have if you have an offense that can in their sleep put up 30 points. Like, oh, I don't know. The other 31 teams in football. Okay, 30 teams. Uh no, 29 teams, because I'm not going to count 28, right? 28 You're bad teams. at math. Continue I'm bad at point. math. Um, point is, if you come in and you get this team from 17th in points to like 9th, 8th, if you get Mac Jones, who seems to be a darling quarterback by national standards, guys love him. Dan Orlovsky loves the guy. We'll sit and blow kisses to uh, Mac Jones. Which I don't understand. Week after week after week, I think he likes the guys that remind him of himself. Point being. Oh, man, that's you and me, same wavelength. Go ahead, sorry. If, if you go and you turn this team, and you don't even need to be a top-line offense. You don't need to be the Eagles. You don't need to be the Bills. You don't need to be the Chiefs. But if you take them from the pits that they were in and ascend them to an upper third offense, 
on a Bill Belichick team, you look like an effing genius. As opposed to, I know the Chargers, a lot of people will say, well, the Chargers make more sense. You really have one year to get that team right, or who knows what happens next. Like, Justin Herbert is supposed to look good. He has all the natural tools that Mac Jones doesn't have. And Brandon Staley might get fired next year. I think your expectations are so much higher on a team like that that it could really blow up in your face as opposed to fixing something that is easily fixable. And yeah, it might not be the end all be all result, but if you turn around and this team starts scoring 30 points, 35 points, Mac Jones picking teams apart, short game, short game, tossed to Ramondre in a couple times for big runs. You look amazing. You yeah, could I really, think- if, if you want to leave after a year and two years, whatever, and go do your own program, Bill O'Brien, start your own team, maybe try to, you know, take up where you left off, where you had some success in Houston. You could absolutely do that with a great, great resume coming from the New England Patriots. I don't think you're going to get a, a Bill Belichick stamp of approval anywhere else in football. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think the Patriots are even a top three job Ooh. in football. And that's and there's only like nine jobs available. I don't even think they're in the top three. I'll tell you exactly why coming up next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Right back to it. The WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. This is the WEEI Producers Show right here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. Chris Scheim, Ryan Garvin with you up yes. until 10 a.m. where Fitzy and Hart will take over. Um and uh, if you didn't get enough of me, I'll actually hop on with them around two oh, nice. to uh, break down some bests for uh, today's NFL divisional round game. Got some props, picks, totals, you name it, I got it. So I'll uh, hop on with them around Hammer two. Hammer the o'clock. over, two and a hook. <laughs> Woo, there you go, Ryan. See, Good for you. Uh, so we're talking about the uh, <laughs> Patriots offensive coordinator position and whether it was uh, one of the best openings or the best opening for an offensive coordinator right now in the NFL. And honestly, I. I I, I got to tell you, it is, in my opinion, not even in the top three. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the top three would be the L.A. Chargers, uh, number one, w- with a bullet. I think number two, it, depending on Lamar Jackson, would be the Baltimore Ravens. If Lamar Jackson stays, the Baltimore Ravens, to me, again, quarterback-related, number two overall. Do you think Lamar Jackson's staying? No. Okay, especially throw, if throw you see, out. Especially if you see. But uh, we have to deal with the information we currently okay. have. They could technically franchise tag him. They could. So, Theoretically, as of right now, Lamar Jackson's a Raven. I'm putting the Ravens number two. Okay. Even even if you believe the uh, Ryan Clark report, I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Uh, Ryan Clark said that the Ravens only offered him, I believe it was 113 million guaranteed, up to 233. That was their last offer that was known. I am Bloom doing their negotiations. Yeah, that's uh, my my thoughts exactly. Anyways, Ravens would be number two, and number three, I would actually put the New York Jets ahead of the New England Patriots. Really? Yes, and I, I think there's a clear reason why. I think it's just I understand that the quarterback situation is a bit of a question mark, but 
I think there's opportunity for the Jets this offseason to acquire a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr uh, or, you know, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson or some, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I think there's a lot of opportunities for veteran guys on top of there being um, some young talent in the draft that they may be willing to go after. I don't think they'd probably, I think they'd go for a veteran guy just knowing they missed on Zach Wilson. Um, but I just think that that offense has so much talent mm-hmm. and the team in general is kind of like a, they're, they're a playoff team. Yeah. No, like, they, with they, with they a competent quarterback before they with, fell apart. With Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr quarterback and a good offensive coordinator, they're a playoff team. And you get Brees Hall back next year to pair with guys like Michael Carter, Zonovan Knight in the running game. And on top of that, you still have Elijah Moore is very good. Garrett Wilson is a certified stud He's good. as a rookie. Corey Davis, I believe, is actually going to be a free agent, but yeah, he would be easy enough to re-sign. On top of that, you got two legit good tight ends in Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzama, uh, and you have a burgeoning offensive line with Elijah Vera Tucker and, and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I think the Jets would be even a better opportunity than the New England Patriots because I'm not convinced Mac Jones is easily fixable uh, this doesn't I, seem really I'm yeah shocked to hear this. Shock, yeah i know uh even still when you look at this offense it's ramondre stevenson and then what and it's it, it, there's just there's, offsides you not only Trent have Brown, to fix penalty you not only have to fix mac jones you have to fix the offensive line you have to fix the receivers and you have to fix the scheme. Right. That seems like a DIY project that's going to take four years. Yeah, but as far as the Jets go, I mean, if we're going to, you know, apply the Lamar Jackson rule, we can only use the information that we, we have. have. Yep. He is the quarterback one right now. To nope. say Mike White is. To, okay, fine. Okay. Better than Zach Wilson. Great. With, with, with his graham cracker ribs. Awesome. Can't wait. Let's sure. put him back out there. To say that the Jets have a little <laughs> yes. bit of a quarterback problem is to say that Patrick Mahomes had a little bit of a limp yesterday. I don't disagree. That but, is a massive... But you're looking at... Take a look. I mean, look at a couple... Uh, look at the playoff team right now that is dominating. Mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy is in some great shakes. He was literally Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. You can, with the, with exceptional talent on the offensive side of the ball and a very good scheme, at least make a playoff run with a middling quarterback. Are you talking about the Patriots or are you talking about the Jets? I'm talking about the like, Jets. Well, it sounds like you're describing the Patriots. And again, I still would not say that that Mac Jones is a middling quarterback. I'm throwing out this whole year. I'm throwing it out. I agree with what you're saying about the Chargers. Definitely a great opportunity. I thought you brought up a great point about the Cardinals during the break as far as, again, that would you, be my next you have, and it's sort of like my ide- ideology about what would make you look like a good, competent offensive coordinator. If you took a guy who is talented and you put him out there and he becomes a better candidate, an MVP candidate, yeah, you look good in Arizona. And I still maintain that that could happen here in New England. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in this week uh, on the producer show. I am Chris Scheim, Ryan Garvin here. Yes. Next week, Ryan. Oh, we're back on Saturday. We're back on Saturday, 8 to 9 a.m. normal time. However, might be a little bit of a twist. Will there be... Well, I guess you'll just have to tune in and find Ooh, out. I'm Next excited. week, 8 a.m. right here on WEI. Thank you so much for listening to the producer show. Enjoy Hart and Fitzy getting you ready for all of the divisional round football you got here on Sunday. We'll see you next week. Behind the curtain.
Celtics win streak at eight. What a win last night. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. Tatum didn't have a great game last night shooting the ball, but they were able to hang around, hang around, hang around. Yeah. I just think that they understand when they need to pick up the slack for others. Did you miss something? Listen to the podcast presented by City of Boston Credit Union. Uniquely Boston on the Odyssey app or at WEEI.com. The Greg Hill Show, morning 6 to 10 on New England Sports Original. WEEI. WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.